Welcome to episode two of Who's Bringing Wine. This is Megan. And I'm Abigail. And we are excited about tonight's topics. I'm going to let Abigail start it off. We had a question already, which was exciting for us. Yes. And before we get to the question, I just (laughs) want to say in episode one and going back and listening, talking about my five dates in one week (laughs) and uh, being so excited that I hadn't had to pay for dinner all week. I just want to say that um, I'm not dating just so I can get free dinner. Sure. I'm really not. (laughs) Um, I actually do enjoy and did enjoy those dates and I have multiple times offered to pay, especially when it's mutually not. It's okay. um, uh, Seriously. (laughs) But it's... But it's okay. I just had to put that out I there. I know. I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, no, just no want one, dinner. No one thinks that. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody thinks that, right? Okay. So, moving on. Yes. We did have a question from our first episode. Um, somebody actually didn't know what catfishing was. Now, this person, I will say... Um, is married and is isn't in the dating scene. And yes. Hasn't so, dealt with it, that's a legitimate thing. Been married for a yeah. long time. So, yeah. it's understandable. Most of us single people do know, but since we had the question, Abigail is going to answer that. Yes, so I'm just going to let you know what that is. So it's basically a fake profile that is on a a dating site or anywhere. They actually can, can, you know, contact you through social media, um, try to friend you, that sort of thing. Um, But it's it's obviously a real person, but it's a fake, they're being a fake person. Well, what, it's usually fake um, pictures. It's not the real person that's trying to talk to you or what's whatever. Terrible too is that I think it's happening with like kids and yeah. bullying, cyberbullying, and like yeah. their little social media, like not dating stuff, but just they're right. They're getting bullied by some right. idiot living in his mother's basement who and has a, nothing else to do. Yeah, a lot of it on on the dating sites as to what we were talking about um, is people trying to reel you in, and then they're fishing catfishing mm-hmm. that's how they get the name they're fishing for money or um, objects or a plane ticket or anything they're, yeah. they're trying to get something out of you um, and a lot of people fall for this uh, and we were talking about in our last episode you know the different ways to you know recognize those yes. types of people so that's what we were talking about is it, that's what catfish are and how it kind of got bottom dwellers they're bottom dwellers yes they they're Absolutely. feeding off of society and trying to get something out of you and well they, they're taking advantage of vulnerable people right. who don't know mm-hmm. that that's fake but you know and i said it in episode one bad grammar could be that it just person doesn't have a great grasp mm-hmm. of the English language or you're looking at a foreigner in Russia right sitting somewhere trying to steal your credit card information yeah. or something and so that's basically real. you know don't give anybody money don't send anybody your credit card information don't send anybody your bank information um, anybody your phone number your, your phone, address yeah. anything personal about you absolutely not never online never. right so that kind of goes into what we're going to, the other topic we're going to talk about tonight is uh, safety and, and how to be safe on these apps. Because like we said in you know episode one, we talked about a lot of the fun aspects of it and there's lots of funny stories and we've had some great times with it, but there, there is a part of it where you have to be careful and um, we kind of wanted to, to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to take over the safety portion because I'm kind of more of a stickler about it. Than yeah, I've broken a lot of Megan's safety rules. Megan has so. a lot of safety rules. <laughs> and 
I've tried my best to pass them on to Abigail. Maybe I can pass them on to you. Mm -hmm. First off, along with the catfishing, and basically don't trust anybody right out the gate. Maybe I sound cynical, but I've been dating for eight years. Yeah. And in this new online world where everything is different than it was before we got married. Right. And I luckily have not had any issues any scary dates i did have that one we'll get to that yeah um i mean i didn't feel threatened but there's just a lot of precautions definitely when it's a first date you've got to tell somebody where you're going when you're going they need to to have all of that information and i do follow that rule very carefully megan always knows where i am my mother always knows where i am and i've gotten to the point where i just about always get a last name before i meet somebody yes and so my mother and megan also know that and their phone number who i'm going to to meet so that's a that's a big thing let somebody know when you're going and let them know when you get back yeah, because that gives a timeline for when you get abducted. <laughs> yeah, right. See, <laughs> Megan, like, you know, like we, if you listen to our intro, she likes all of these podcasts with the, I listen to the too true, much crime true crime. And, too much true crime. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's true. And so I, I look at everyone uh, as a serial killer. Um, but, hey, I'm still here. And because I'm a safety girl. Yeah. Huh. Which is actually kind of humorous. But... No, there is, basically the biggest part is just making sure someone knows where you are. Try and know, obviously when you're going on an online date, depending on if you've talked to them, some people, like, you chat just a little bit and they immediately ask you out to meet in person, which is great, but that date needs to be absolutely crowded. Public. Public. Mm -hmm. Preferably daytime if it's possible. If it's not, early type dinner spot depending on schedules but just as populated as a place as possible with and meet there me ab- always meet there always meet there yeah. I, I i just it gives me it just cringe to to hear people that are now, picked I have up on i know first dates I, been picked up but these are I people know. that i've talked to for I, weeks you haven't met them i i'm just <laughs> listen she can she, argue she's this. She's getting on to me already on, on the podcast here. <laughs> Do not get picked up for a first date. Period. It's not 1950. It's 2018. <laughs> there are crazy Sometimes when people. we're meeting downtown, it's hard to park. You'll figure it out. <laughs> it's easier to take one car. No. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't even, doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm not buying it. Okay. You can, you can. Tell me that till you're blue in the face, and I'm still going to say you're wrong. No. Okay. Do not go in the car with somebody. We won't somebody. tell her how many people have actually come to my house, and we haven't gone anywhere. No, 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 no. I know. <laughs> and I'm not real happy about that either. So don't do that. Do not invite a stranger to your home who you have never met or established a relationship with. And online texting and on the phone is not a relationship. No. So, you can be talking for weeks. I'm good at reading people. I understand that. I, and most and of these I people that do pick me up, I've actually talked to on the phone, too, as well. It's not just texting. Sure. So, don't do I know it. I'm not, don't, I know I'm not the, yeah. persuading you in that not direction. Not But, you know. All right. 
I, I won't harp. Moving too, along. Too, yes. Yeah. <laughs> too, too long on that, but that's definitely a big one. Um, I really, I mean, those, those are just the, the big safety questions. Mm-hmm. Now, once you are out with somebody, right. you feel uncomfortable, do not let this, of course, we're Southern, so mm. we've got this on, you know, happening for us. Other parts of the country might not be that way. Don't let this, oh, I've got to be polite. I've got to be sweet, not hurt feelings. If you feel uncomfortable, if anything mm. is a red flag, yeah. get the hell out of there. Yeah. Go. Which I'm pretty blunt and straightforward, so I don't have a problem with that. Right, but there's a that. lot of women who aren't. Yeah. And, right. it, and it's just this, there are a lot of cities, and I don't know if Birmingham's part of it. I read an article where bars now have like a code word. It's like a oh, drink. They do What's in Birmingham too, but I don't know what it's the like code the, word is. Like, I've it's heard a of shot. that. Like you order a certain, a certain shot. shot or a certain we need drink. to look into that well, and find out what it is. Different bars have different ones, and a lot of times they'll let you know when they see you there. Okay. At, on a date, uh-huh. they'll like Come the bartender will let, let you know, know um, what it is. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, it is, and and they'll call somebody for you or get you out of the situation. Um, so that's good. I mean, oh, we just gave our city away, by the way. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, Alabama. We're Birmingham, Alabama. That's or where, Eagle. Well, yes. <laughs> or Eagle. So, so definitely trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Do not get it yourself. It feels weird. Yeah. And we know women, ladies, we know our guts. Mm-hmm. We are always right. Right. It yes. feels weird. It is weird get out right and I've been in a couple of situations um haven't been first dates actually uh been you know second or third dates where um and it's been in in my house um where guys have come on too strong and I haven't felt comfortable um fortunately I have a German Shepherd Doberman mix Mm -hmm. so that Um, that's another thing ladies uh Mm -hmm. I have a Pitbull yeah mix um, get yourselves a dog. Get yourself a big dog. <laughs> Guys will not tend to question you when you have a big dog sitting next to you, especially one that listens to you. Yes. And uh, my baby girl does listen. And I remember one particular instance, this guy, I had told them two or three times already to, to back well, off. Well, that was the guy that she was she was she, on edge yeah. from the moment she he was on in edge the door. from the moment he came in the door. And uh, I'd already told him a couple of times to back off. And so about the third time, I stood up and called her over, and she sat right next to me. And he pretty much got the message at that point and excused himself and left. So get yourself a dog. That's a good safety tip. Yes, it is. (laughs) Now, my lump of love. Yeah, he loves everybody. He loves everybody, but not initially. Mm. I mean, women, he loves all women, Mm. but his bark is fierce. He's a whore. He, He gets his shackles up and gets those ears back and he looks intimidating now if I let you into my home then he realizes oh this person is here to love me yeah and then it's over they'll be he'll be in your lap but um it's it's a nice nice little cushion having Mm -hmm. this big guy around yeah it is that's that's definitely a a good thing to have if uh, you are dating and just single in general just for safety and and companionship for that matter yeah I know when our kids are gone, it's so nice to have that yeah. furry little thing to come home to. Right. Definitely. Now, I love cats, too. So, if you can find yourself a guard cat, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know I want one do of those. That. Is there no, a such I, thing as a guard cat? Yeah, yeah. I want one of those. Um, oh, Maine Coons. Yes. God, I would love a Maine Coon. They're not We're very... Totally deviating off the subject. Yes. But how cool are those? Yeah. They are cool. Expensive. Mm. 
and it might hurt my dog. Yeah. She has a pit bull, but he's kind of a wuss. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> well, we wanted to just give a brief, you know, discussion about the safety. Definitely answer that question about yeah. what is catfishing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine for us to just mention it, but if someone doesn't understand that term, then nothing, nothing yeah. will make sense. But we are going to take a break real quick. Yeah. We've got a whole different set of stuff to talk about. So we'll be back in just a sec. All right. All right, we're back. And um, so we just talked about some catfishing and safety tips. And um, we wanted to talk about uh, another topic that comes up quite often with Megan and I. Um, Every woman has her things, her little quirks or stuff she likes or doesn't like. And maybe it's not right at the forefront but when a guy does it or doesn't do it, you definitely notice. Yeah, that there's um, an old friend of mine used to call it the ick factor. Yeah. Which is the absolute perfect term for it. Once you get the ick, mm-hmm. you're done. But then there's also stuff that you're like, you didn't know you liked. And then they oh, do sure. it. And it's like, oh, oh well. look at that. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that first. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. But it's. The, the ick factors are pretty much why I've not had a relationship, <laughs> really, besides just one in eight years of being divorced, but I'm really super picky, and yeah. I've, I nitpick every little thing, but you also pointed out to me that it's just not been the right person, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can't and make the, right, the wrong person the right no, person. No, yeah. you can't. But I don't know. What are what are some of your? I mean, I'd like to well, talk about like the things that we absolute automatic one hundred percent. You're done. Not going to date you again. Done. Like, well, grammar for both of us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, it doesn't even. And, and I'm an awful speller, so spelling is not an sure, issue for I'm, me. Yeah, it's I, just being able to complete a sentence. I mean, just complete a sentence. Now, granted, <laughs> I think you and I are both dealing with this That's whole how. texting thing and all the abbreviations now yes. i'm telling you these millennials and their their abbreviations for things i can't read it yeah. like I, I don't know what these three and i really haven't run into a ton of that well i yeah you I did with the millennial yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it showed my age for sure mm-hmm. but i i text as though i am writing an email right or we both a do yeah. letter yeah. I, I text in full sentences for the most part I use yeah. lol I use yeah. FYI you know but I don't do these I, yeah I don't understand them I can't read them and the misuse of your mm. and their yeah and I know autocorrect has a part to do with it and yeah. it sounds so bitchy and I mean I do I, I know the difference and sometimes I just typing fast I do misuse them sometimes but my, my bigger thing, you know, in being in the South is the redneck language, basically. is the oh, best it's, way to, it's to put it. The, it's the don't no. and I ain't yep. and gonna, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just like, mm, no, I can't, I can't, I can't misuse talk to you. Misuse of pronouns, misuse yeah. of, um, it, what, are, <laughs> what are some of the other Kramer phrases, uh, yeah. uh, verbs? Um, no, I, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I automatically am turned off. Yeah, it's just that, that's a, that's Sorry, a hard guys. one, and that's a pretty quick one to to. You figure that out really up. fast. Yeah, 
definitely. When you're talking. And not, I mean, we sound like such snobs about it, but it is a sign of intelligence. Mm-hmm. And it, I can't go out with somebody that I can't have an intelligent conversation right. with. Right, right. So. And you, sometimes I overlook it, first couple of texts, but as you get into it, if, they, if it doesn't get any better. Yes. And that's just how they talk. It's just, that's. It turns me off to the point where, because I just know that that the way that they were raised or the way that they are is not going to match the way that exactly. I was raised and the way that I am. So it, we're just not going to match anyway. Could be a great person, but yeah, it's just not going to be a match. But it's just not going to be for me. I agree 100%. Yeah. So that's a big one that, that first and foremost is pretty quick to pick up on yeah. too. So my, my next one, when you add on what we just said about the grammar, it's going to make me sound really judgy and horrible but I'm sorry it's how I was raised and it's important to me and I'm teaching my son this when you go to a restaurant that has silverware that is metal and a napkin paper or cloth when you sit down you put the napkin in your lap and you lay your silverware out yeah I know I sound snobby but it's just a big thing. Now, I don't automatically write off a guy that doesn't do it, but I take notice. Mm-hmm. I take notice if they do do it. Mm-hmm. That is a big, like, That's one of the ding, things ding, you just kind of take notice when they do do it. When they do do it, I'm mm-hmm. like, absolutely. But I notice when they don't. Yeah. And I register it. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to see them again. Yeah. But it's I'm okay it's if they don't do away. it immediately, but if they sit there and hold their napkin or leave it on the table while oh, they're eating, nope. I'm kind of, no. eh. Yeah. We're, we're probably not going to mesh well yeah. in society. <laughs> no. Again, we... We're not snobs we, well, at all, no. really. I mean, maybe a little. A little. <laughs> but this is... Just, this is a PSA out there. If I any mean, guys are listening, like, put your napkin in your lap, yeah. put your silverware next to your plate, mm-hmm. and... And let me give you a little background on Megan and I, too, because we kind of have a little bit of a funny situation in how we were raised. We were both raised by northern parents in the south, which is a crazy combination. Yes. Because, and, well, I, got and, northern, and I don't want to say, Midwestern, because you know, they're, you know, southern bells, they're definitely raised with etiquette and that sort of oh, thing. Yeah. So I don't want to say that, you know, northerners oh, no, have absolutely. better etiquette than southerners. No, no, no. But it... It was something that Megan and I were both raised with um, it, it, in the home. We were taught how to set the table properly. We were taught how to, to sit and eat a nice dinner. Which and, most of my friends were. Yeah. I mean, that that is definitely yeah. something. But it's, you know, I grew up going to, you know, having to go to a restaurant with my parents at a young age. I was the only child. Mm-hmm. They had no family here in town, obviously, because they came from different states right there was nobody around so I had to learn really quick mm-hmm. how to conduct myself yeah in a restaurant full of adults right because there was no babysitters I mean sometimes yeah. I did but right. really being the only child they just took me took you with I yeah. just went with them mm-hmm. so it sounds so silly and some of y'all might think what bitches yeah like, why does that so don't matter? stop listening to <laughs> yeah no please don't like we're, we're really lovely so, yeah. but these are our personal yeah. little things, things. Yeah. that irk mm-hmm. us and yeah. give us the ick. Yeah. And one thing I didn't realize till I went on a date and then he did something and it kind of was like, oh, okay, um, was driving. 
like how they drive. Oh, sure. If they're a bad driver, that like, because I get car sick anyway. So if I cannot sit in the passenger seat while you're driving, like it's just like I, I can't date you. <laughs> no, because you know, in my marriage, I drove everywhere because I could not ride in the car. No, with him. well, we've got a mutual friend yeah. who she drives everywhere because yeah. she is much better at maneuvering. Now, mm-hmm. I make her a nervous wreck when I'm her passenger. Yeah. I trust her completely. Yeah. 100%. But she's an aggressive driver, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Just, and she's completely aware of everything around her. Right. Actually, I got two friends that drive like this that I make nervous because I'm jumping and yeah. pushing yeah. a false brake. Right. <laughs> but I actually have ridden with them for years now and do trust that yeah. they've got it but i agree with you 100 yeah. percent. if i don't if they're speeding too much or cutting corners mm-hmm. or whatever i feel like my life's in jeopardy right for being the passenger no right and the one particular thing that he did and going back to the safety it was a first date and he picked me up um <laughs> but this is a guy that i had actually known for quite a while we matched he didn't want a relationship, so we never went out, but we continued to talk as friends, and then we ended up actually going out later. Um, so I had been talking to this guy for probably six months or more All right. before the first date. So she's going to give me a pass on that one. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> we went downtown, and the, there was nowhere to park but parallel. And he just whipped it right in there, and that, like, impressed me. And I, I didn't know. even know that that was, like, a thing that would impress no, me that's a until turn it on. happened. And I was like, and now it's kind of a joke between us. Like, if it, either of us have to parallel park, we'll send a picture of our car. Like, how did I do? Kind of thing. No, so I love it. It's kind of funny. No, that, that, that's sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he, yeah, that definitely he was. He's listed on my, his online profile. Can parallel, parallel park. Because there's so many people that can't. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. I, I know. I don't understand why. But that's Well, you know, other. here, it wasn't on the driving test. Really? I had to in, in my no. little small town in Alabama where no. I grew up. I had the parallel Birmingham park. didn't have it. You yeah. just had to do a three-point turn. I'm uh, sorry. If you can't do one of those, then... Yeah. You, you really shouldn't but be No, driving. we didn't have to parallel park. So wow. I, yeah, I didn't learn until I was in my 20s. Oh, wow. Okay. But I never... I avoided any, mm-hmm. <laughs> any circumstance in which I had to. Then in my 20s, I started going out. And say, I think that's what I most people re- would do. And there was a parking garage. And so I'm, I'm sure somebody else that I'd been with probably would have just gone to the parking sure. garage. And I wouldn't have thought anything of it. Right. But, and later that night, we were actually at a rooftop bar, just a side note. And we actually sat there off and watched <laughs> other people try to parallel park. And it was hilarious because they tried for like three or four times and realized they couldn't do it and just drive off. And it was like, just so funny. I can do but, it now, but I'm not confident with it. No. I, I mean, I... I don't love it. Of course, I work downtown, but luckily we have a parking lot. Yeah. So I don't have to deal with it too much. So, that, I, I, I didn't realize until it happened that that was a, a big one for me. All right. So. so, where are you on the door holding? I'm in between because I'm not old-fashioned at all. And honestly, you know, I've actually had guys get on to me because we'll be walking and I'll just open the door for myself, like going into a restaurant mm-hmm. or something. I'm just, I'm impatient. It, that's a time saver. Like, why am I going to stand there and wait for you to catch up with me? Because I'm a fast walker, too, for you to open the door for me. And then when I'm standing there, I'm automatically assuming that that's something that you're going to do for me and that I should have you do for me. As if I'm less of a... I, I'm very feminist in that way, I guess. That is, I'm less of a person that I can't open my own damn door. You know, it's like... But if they're standing right next to me, then I will step aside and let them grab, especially if they start reaching their arm out sure. to do it. 
So I'm kind of on the fence with that. Definitely don't care if they open my car door. In fact, that's just a waste of time. It is. Like, uh, the car door, I don't. You know, uh, you now know. I'm sitting in a car that's not running. And, and in Alabama, it's, it's freaking hot. hot. <laughs> I don't want to be sitting in a car that's not running. So you just get in. We'll get in together to start the car. It's all good. I don't need you to open my door for me. Yeah. No, the car door, I, I do agree with. It feels a little forced. Yeah. Um, I do. So prior to having a son and that my son becoming mm-hmm. older, mm-hmm. I didn't care about the opening doors. Yeah. Like I would approach a door, open it myself. Yeah. Now you, you feel know. like you got to teach him. And now I'm teaching him. Yeah. And I've been teaching him for a while. And I've actually had people at gas stations or mm-hmm. restaurants or different places mm-hmm. stop and, and praise me. Because what I will do is we will approach the door and I will stand Step there. Aside. yeah. And wait for him. Yeah. And then he gives me the, ugh, mom. And I'm like, <laughs> you know this is the drill. We've been doing this since you were seven. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do put that That's on him. good. You should teach your kids Well, and so, it. but I find that I still kind of do it on a date. Yeah. But I'm so, I've got it so on my brain mm-hmm. that I'm trying to teach my son that I do it. Yeah. But I do realize, to me, in a way, like, it's not that I'm lesser, like I need, that I can't, I'm too weak of a woman to open the door. Mm. It is a, a sign of respect yeah. to me, I guess. Yeah, it, it, it can. And, and it's not something point. that has to be consistent. Right. But early on, just getting to know each other, yeah. it is a, it's a nice gesture. Yeah. And I, I like it. Now, I'm not, you know, gonna race to the door and then stand there and like look over my shoulder like, are you gonna get this? Right. You know, I'll I'll go for it. But I have mm-hmm. found like if I pause just that slight second, mm-hmm. there's a hand coming out. Yeah. Well, what I've get started to do because I did have a guy call me out on it um, is one walk a little slower and kind not necessarily walk behind them, but walk a little bit so that they have that opportunity, to that time to get there first and get the door. I get that. Um, so that, you know, I'm not, because if I get there, I'm just automatically mm-hmm. gonna, I'm just gonna do it for myself. You know, you, well, you, sure. you could be like my daughter. She likes the automatic doors because that's polite. Oh, <laughs> she, said, she told me one day, she said, I love stores that have automatic doors. It's so polite. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> So she would just rather a door open for her automatically. Well, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. Could have a contraption so. that like makes all doors open. Yeah, she just walk through like a princess. Just walk through. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she thinks she is. She's the princess just walk through, open for her all the time. Oh, I love it. That's so cute. Can't really think of anything else that kind of turns me off. Uh, no, but gosh, if something happened, I'd, I'd want to talk about it. Um, no, I guess there's just really Those a couple. Those were the kind of things, yeah. Not as many as I guess we thought we, we had. had. Well, that's good. That makes me feel better. We feel better about ourselves. <laughs> we're not quite as picky as we thought we were. <laughs> but um, so, but uh, if you have a cork or something yes. that you would like to add to this conversation, please let us know. And we'll talk about it in our next episode. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, thank you for listening. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.